Welcome to the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast, a Christ-centered recovery show where we discuss the habits, mindsets, and tools that will help you live the recovery lifestyle. We believe that if you regularly do the work by reading the Word, showing up at recovery meetings, getting engaged at your local church, and giving back through service, that you will build a stronger relationship with Jesus and experience the freedom that comes from lasting sobriety. Please join myself, Chris Decker, and my co-host, John Rizzi, as we serve as your virtual recovery coaches through Season 2, featuring monthly recovery challenges, inspiring testimonies, expert guest teachings, and the raw, real-time recovery journey that we go through each and every day. To help us reach more people, please subscribe and leave a review. And for now, enjoy today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast. This is Chris and I'm joined here in studio by John. We are in the second part of a three-part series on withholding love, one of the characteristics of intimacy anorexia. If you haven't heard part one, please go back and listen to that before listening to today's episode we covered the setup. What is withholding love? And what is love? How does the Bible define this? And we dug into the definition there. Today, we're going to continue on that conversation to talk about practical advice for not withholding love, demonstrating love, the opposite of the problem. Here we are. Yeah. I don't know about you, Chris, but I was really convicted uh, when we unpacked some of that stuff in the Bible about love. And it it, it has so much to say on it. So I really encourage everyone to go listen to that. Um, But there's so many things that we can do. And some of these things cost nothing to connect with our wives, to show our wives love. I mean, an easy one is... And, and and I've talked about this, and I, I don't know why I continue to struggle, probably because I'm an intimacy anorexic, but praying with and for our wives. That doesn't take any time. You know, I mean, like literally, that's two minutes. Mm-hmm. And the praying for my wife, I can do that anytime, anywhere. <laughs> and, and yet, for some reason, I don't. But praying with my wife is a really critical thing. Uh, you know, when we pray with our wives, my heart is softened. Her heart is softened. Um, and that's a a, a, con- a spiritual connection. And it's something that really, I think, is super powerful. Doesn't cost anything. Should be done. It should be installed as a habit, honestly, right? <clears throat> so I got a story. And, I, and I'd like to um, put this story in, in here. And um, how many of you have gone through this? We were really intentional about waking up early on Sunday morning because we wanted to go get breakfast on our way to church. We wanted to get there early. We wanted to be the early birds that got the worm to set the stage. My wife is pregnant. We're delivering in October, mid-October to our daughter. We have a two and a half year old son who, yes, likes to throw tantrums. (laughs) We're in the car, and my wife and I are talking about some really intense stuff. You know, one of those passionate 
debates that sounds a lot like an argument because it was an argument. Mm -hmm. If it sounds like one, it probably is one. And we were arguing about, I'll just be honest. um, There is a mutual sin that we committed that it's time to make a confession and amends for. And we are just destroyed over this. And we're, we're fighting, going back and forth, talking about our, my mother-in-law and how annoying she's been. And I'm just being honest with you. Okay, guys, like, I know you've been there, so don't judge me. <laughs> and, you know, I, I got out of the car once we found a parking space. I know some of you have done this too. Like, I got to get out of here because if I stay in this car... My son is sleeping peacefully in the back seat now. And my, my wife, I'm like, okay, you're in air conditioning. I, I can't do this anymore. I got out of the car. I walk up to the main uh, area at Saddleback Church, which is where we were going to service. I get myself a cup of coffee and I run into the exact person that um, I needed to, which was a recovery leader. And he asked, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Now, in this moment, I could have lied mm-hmm. and said, I'm doing great. Yeah. But instead, I'm like, no, this is like, come on, Chris. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my wife and I are in an argument. Be authentic. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, why? Okay. My wife and I are got into a huge fight. And, and uh, he, he, he responded in such a crazy way. He's like, awesome. <laughs> that means you have an opportunity to make up. And he goes on to share, look, love is a choice. Like, it's hard when she's pregnant and, and like, there's some irrational emotions happening because of hormones. And, like, you have all these things going on in your life. But, like, lo- love is a choice. And I'm like, Girl. yeah. <laughs> Conviction. Why <laughs> did you have to be there? Yeah. And so all that to say, these things that we're going to offer you are choices that you can make. Yeah. Well, and, and, and in, in your story, it was a perfect example for you to practice empathy, uh, to practice making an amends, right? Uh, you were engaged in intense fellowship and doesn't matter who was right and who was wrong. You could, it's an opportunity to go and say, you know what, I'm sorry I got so animated over this. Uh, I'm sorry we're we're struggling to figure out the answer to this. We're on the same team. Let's work together to figure it out. But when our emotions kick in and we're, we're, we're not seeing eye to eye, man, it, all bets are off. So that's really cool. And, and I'm, I'm glad that you shared that because you're, you're right. These are all choices. Another one is to date your wife. You know, I mean... <clears throat> I think every marriage tip in the world includes dating, right? You're not supposed to stop dating once you get married. Uh, and, and, and it's so easy to neglect whether you're in the season of having young kids, that's hard to have a date night. Whether you're in the season of having an empty nest even, like, like my wife and I, it's hard to like formally date because we're together a lot all the time anyway, and we're doing stuff together. But any, how many anyway. of y'all have had the dating ambush where my wife set something up and boom, talking about the budget yeah. over dinner? Yeah, this isn't a date, right? 
That's right. Oh, excuse me. It was me that brought that up. Sorry. <laughs> I was remember, lying to you. We we talked <laughs> about this. I don't remember when we talked about this, but but we 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 said a date is when you're sitting across from one another, not when you're sitting side by side. So it's not like going to a movie and not talking for two and a half that, hours. <laughs> that's right. And it, it's not even, you know, sitting at oh, home watching, uh, watching shows. That's not a date. That's quality time. That's bonding right. time. We're not saying don't do that. Uh, and it's also not to say like a, a movie can't be included in a date night. Dinner and a movie is, is the perfect date. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, you know, it, it's very easy to let this slip. So uh, all of these, like Chris said, are choices, but there's also, you know, the choice of bringing intentionality into it is really important. Going to church with your wife. Um, that's, that's, you know, being equally yoked to Jesus is a really important thing. You know, going to church is a, a key tenant to the, of the recovery lifestyle. I hope that all of you who are married are going to church with your wives. Here's the secret, though, guys, is that even if she doesn't want to go, go anyway, even if it's going to be annoying to her, go anyway Sunday morning and keep going independently if you have to. Well, and keep inviting her. Uh, and keep inviting her until she finally says, what the heck is going on over there that you keep going there? I say, I've been inviting you. You should just come. Right. That's spiritual leadership and that's modeling the kind of discipleship and commitment to to Christ and the recovery lifestyle that we're talking about. Um, another thing you can do is get into a couple small group. Um, this is a really good way to bond with other couples, to be able to share, uh, to connect, to go through Bible studies, to go through marriage material even with other couples. Um, that's that that can be a really good way to help your marriage and and help you love your wife better. Mm. I think that um, a really good tip is getting to know your wife. And a lot of us think we know our wives, but, you know, we really need to, it's a lifelong process getting to know someone as intimately as we should know our wives. And, and so ask your wife questions and you know what? Remember stuff that she tells you, remember oh, stuff that she like likes. Like her birthday and her anniversary, which I actually have forgotten. Yeah. You know how many times I've called my wife and asked her, what year were you born? <laughs> Are you kidding me? You know what, guys? Write if it, it's more than once, it's an embarrassment. Write it down <laughs> if you have to. There's there's no shame in writing this stuff down. You don't have to keep it in your head. I'm not lying to y'all. I have forgotten when she was born many times. Y y another part of knowing your wife is knowing her love languages. They, they're they're not hard, and and, and you hint they're able, not yours. <laughs> well, that's a that's it exactly. Like know her love languages and give to her in hers, not in yours, right? So if if my top two are touch and quality time, and her top two are acts of service and quality time, well, at least we have a, a, an overlap on quality time. Uh, but, you know, words of affirmation is, is a big one for a lot of women. And I know that's high on my wife's list. And I need to give 
her words of affirmation more. Again, this is another one of those things. It doesn't cost me anything. But like in the moment when I'm withholding, acting in, being an intimacy anorexic, it does. It feels like it's costing me something. It's insane. Here's the words of affirmation thing. Because this one is, I got to choke them out sometimes. Yeah. Like, has it ever just been like, oh, you're such a nice person. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Did that kill you? Like, <laughs> thank you for doing the dishes. <laughs> Why was that so hard? Yeah. Well, and, and, and it does have to come out with a level of sincerity that... You know, if it's forced, that may not sound as sincere. And I'm not saying that yours did or didn't. Thanks for washing my underwear. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Yuck. <laughs> right. Um, here's another one. Schedule stuff. Uh, and, and maybe this is the planner in me, but I, I have had lots of advice where, you know, scheduling stuff like dates, right? If, if it's on the calendar, it's more likely to happen. But even stuff like sex, we've talked about this before. Scheduling sex sounds so counterintuitive. But it does something, man. Like there's an anticipation. That's right. There's an anticipation. Yep. And then it's no longer just about like, me horny come here yeah, no it's that right. now it's a now it's a respectable activy yeah because buy in because we've agreed this is this is the day and this is how we're going to do it and and rather than setting myself up for possible rejection i have you know a, a commitment to this and so i think scheduling stuff you know that really obviously sex improves love for men there's no doubt in my mind of that. And so, you know, inserting this as a, uh, a habit, including scheduling it, it can be really good. Um, schedule a business meeting. You know, that was what you, Chris was talking about earlier, where the you know, business crept into the date. No business in a date. Set up a separate time and place for a business meeting where we compare calendars and we talk about childcare and we talk about finances and we get all of that stuff out of the way so that we can focus on each other and going deeper and connecting when we're actually trying to have a date. Um, listening to marriage podcasts together, reading a marriage book together. Um, one big thing that we should talk about is establishing boundaries. You know, I think that uh, and one act of love in a marriage is making sure that I have appropriate boundaries in place to protect my marriage. And yeah. then I tell my wife about yeah. them, right? So, you know, what are my boundaries around female friends and acquaintances? Um, <clears throat> Don't do it. M probably not. Um, most of the time, I think that that, that should be avoided. Uh, I'm not going to ride in a car with a woman, just me and her. I'm not going to go to lunch with a woman, just me and her. No way. Um, uh, how about boundaries around when you're watching content, media, show, TV shows, right? Like, mm -hmm. am I watching appropriate material or, you know, do, do I have an arrangement with my wife that says, oh, okay, something um, salacious is coming on. I'm going to close my eyes until my wife says it's okay to look. Mm -hmm. That's how ours is. Um, because we haven't fully given up on, you know, PG-13 and R-rated movies. 
Um, but for some people, maybe you need to. That should be a consideration. So if you hang out in a barber shop for long enough, you're gonna get a haircut. Yeah. Don't go there if you don't want a haircut. Yeah. Really simple principle. And obviously the big boundary uh, for us is no pornography. I'm actually wearing a, a love can't be clicked, right? We're talking about love. You can't, you can't click on love. Those women are not gonna love you back. It feels like it in the moment, but just avoid porn. Don't go there. Uh, you've got compliment your wife, and then you had one, which is attend a marriage yes. conference. If you're in Orange County, there's a great guy. Doug Fields mm -hmm. does a lot of these over at Mariner's Church. If you're not a member, they don't care. Yeah. It's like 20 bucks. Yeah. You get great. dinner and a great marriage seminar. Totally worth it. So, yeah, let's open share and close this out. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you guys. My name is John. I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm in recovery for sex addiction, struggling with intimacy anorexia. John. Hey, you guys. Oh, man. There's so much here. And when I, when I go through these practical tips, I just think like, okay, man, when are you going to follow your own advice? Um, I think the of these things, the most important one for me is praying with and for my wife. I, I, I need to get that habit firmly established. I've been a little hit or miss with it lately. I've been trying, you know, and it's maybe two, three nights a week where I'll read a devotional as we're going to bed. But you know what? I'm I'm not even doing that well because I'll read the devotional and that's it. So that's like the prayer, but that's not. Mm. It's like read the devotional and then pray. What's wrong with that? That mm. that's what I should be doing. So, you know, we threw these out as practical advice. I'm throwing them out as a challenge. I'm gonna accept the challenge and I'm gonna do uh, in the next week, I'm going to try shoot for five out of seven days, not just read the devotional, but say a prayer and pr pray with my wife. Thanks guys. I'm John. John, I'm Chris, grateful believer in Jesus Christ. Lots of sin. I don't want to be a marriage dropout. Mm. I don't, I don't want to be a marriage dropout. I want, this will work till one of us dies. Right. You know? And I'm tired of being a D minus student. <laughs> so something has to change here. Something has to change here. And it's, I need this. And you gave me, I like the devotional idea. Yeah. I haven't done that. I'm going to try that. Thanks guys, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Oh man, Heavenly Father, uh, yeah. once again, you're dropping a conviction bomb on us and we're struggling. We're struggling to do these things that are really very simple. They're not always easy, but they are simple. And I just ask that you give us boldness to be the spiritual leaders of our house, to pray with and for our wives, to date our wives, to really pursue our wives like we did before we were married when we were so into them and we, we just wanted to win their hearts. Well, we still need to, to fight for our wives' hearts. And so I just pray that you give us the strength and the commitment and the courage to fight and pursue and love in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, you made it this far in the episode. I'd like to congratulate you because to me, that shows that you're taking your recovery seriously. 
If you'd like to reach out, please visit recoverylifestyle.com. You can use the contact form to submit a prayer request, give us ideas for future episodes, or simply to just share what's on your mind. We would love to hear from you. If you really are enjoying the show, what would mean a lot is if you could subscribe and leave a review. That will help more people find the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast.